Hello, and welcome to the How to Get an Analytics Job podcast. My name is John David Arianson, and I'm your host. I'm what you would call a practicing professor. I have years of experience consulting in the analytics industry, and I have years of experience teaching analytics in the classroom at Greensboro College. This podcast is an ecosystem that I developed for my students so that they could get world-class career advice from leading analytics experts. To date, my students have got to ask questions directly to analysts and data scientists from Amazon, Apple, and Google. They've even got to talk directly to CEOs, CMOs, and presidents of companies who have been former clients of mine to get insights on how senior managers use data to drive their business decisions. If you're interested in becoming one of my students, check the links in the description down below. I'm currently offering two programs. One is a one-month career services program, and the other is an analytics apprenticeship program associated with Greensboro College. In both of those programs, we take a three-tiered hybrid approach. So you'll have access to pre-recorded asynchronous lectures, live group lectures in a cohort setting, and one-on-one coaching with experts in the analytics space. On average, our students are gaining about a $16,000 pay increase going through the program. On the high end, we've actually helped someone achieve a $54,000 pay increase. This means that on average, our students are recouping their investment between one to two months of landing their job. So if you're ready to take your career to the next level, click the links in the description and apply for our program. I would love to get to work with you. With all that being said, I hope you enjoy this podcast episode. Hello and welcome to the How to Get an Analytics Job podcast. In this podcast, we talk to experts in and around the analytics industry. One week, we may talk to a data scientist from a FANG tech company. Then the next week, we may talk to a data engineer or business analyst, or even I may pull one of my consulting clients so you get to hear from an executive on how they use data to drive business decisions day in and day out. My name is John David Arianson, and I'm the founder of Silvertone Analytics, which is a boutique consulting agency that focuses on analytics for medium to small-sized businesses. I'm also a professor at Greensboro College, where I teach analytics. Most recently, I have founded the Greensboro College Analytics Apprenticeship Program, which melds these two job functions together. This is your opportunity to work directly with me and one of my clients. The Greensboro College Analytics Apprenticeship Program is a three-month program. In the first month, you're going to be completing the Analytics Foundation Certification backed by Greensboro College. Then in month two, you're going to be taking that knowledge base that you developed in month one and applying it out in the field where you're going to be working with one of my client's executive teams, where you're going to be solving a business problem using data and analytics tools. Then in the third month, we're going to bring it all together with a full month of career services. Now, this is going to be quite a bit different than the typical career services at a university or a college. Here, I'm going to help you build a professional brand around where you are as an analyst. So in the first month, you have worked with a ton of different data sets. We're going to take the data sets that really resonate with you to help you hone in on your ideal entry-level job. We're going to build a Tableau public portfolio around that area of expertise. We're going to razor focus your resume and LinkedIn. And I'm also going to coach you on how to talk about yourself in an interview setting. So if you're ready to break into the analytics space, 
head over to learn.silvertoneanalytics/apprenticeship. And there you can learn more about the program, and if you're interested, you can apply. With all that being said, let's start the podcast episode. Hello, and welcome back to the podcast. In this episode, I actually am bringing in one of my Greensboro College students, and she's going to have her resume critiqued by a Thing data scientist. So those of you who aren't familiar with big tech, Thing is an acronym for Facebook, Apple, Amazon, Netflix, or Google. So Tina was recently hired as a data scientist with one of these huge companies. And what she's done is she's actually sat down with me and Christina and gone line for line through Christina's resume. So I'm extremely excited to get to share this with you guys. If you want to see the full video, just head over to my YouTube channel, and that way you'll be able to see the actual resume in its raw form. Without further ado, let's go ahead and just jump into this podcast episode. So always the first thing that I check is, um, is it one page long? Because if it's more than one page long, I go and have an aneurysm. So it's very good that it is one page long. Um, and let's just see here. Okay, is it? Okay, did you actually send this to me? I think it would be a lot easier if I can see it myself. Okay. Um, did you send it in the chat? So Tina, what were you saying? The first thing you look for is that it's just one page. Yeah, like even uh, your background, you're an undergrad student. Like I don't think that you should have more than one page unless you are a very prominent publisher with your P- like while you're doing your PhD uh, or you have at least 10 years of experience. Yeah, it was hard to like try to get it all on one page. Okay, so let's see. I like the format, very nice and clean. Um, education, analytics experience, work experience, leadership experience, skills. Okay. Okay, so let's see here. Let's just start off with, um, yeah, the, the header looks, looks completely great to me. Um, that looks fine. Education, Greensboro College, uh, Bachelor of Science, Math. Okay, that looks good to me as well. Uh, so, okay, the thing that first thing that pops up to me is I am a little confused by analytics experience. So that's a subset of education, right? Like that's like a subset of where it belongs. Right. Um, but to me, I, it looks like when I first see I'm like, is that like another section that's for some reason not capitalized? So I would actually just change the format of that so it's a little less confusing um, for whoever is like reading it. So for the analytics experience. Yeah. So Tina, to give you context as to what that is, is we've actually added a student practicum to the case studies and business analytics course that I'm teaching. So the students are actually getting to study my YouTube data to build out ad campaigns. And then I'm putting a advertising budget behind it. So they're getting real work experience within the class, which I think is a pretty novel idea. I haven't heard of any other, um, well, I don't know any other YouTubers that are, that are teaching and like bringing their students in on their channel. Yeah. Yeah. So I think in that case, I would actually just put that under, um, Maybe don't call work call work experience something else like real like uh, analytics experience like work and analytics experience like I don't know I can't think of anything on top of my head but I would actually put that under work experience or whatever you call that section because put it all together 
Yeah, because the analytics experience here, like John David, you told me what that is. But if I just look at this, um, I don't know what that means, right? I would see like student analytics practicum and I'll be like, okay, like you, for some reason, uh, you know, was doing somebody's YouTube channel. So in, in that case, I would put on a work experience and actually have a line explaining what it is, um, John David, that what you just said, right? Like you, one of your professors worked with a professor uh, professor's YouTube channel, how to get an analytics job, and then X, Y, Z. So the way that I like to format everything, um, it's like whenever you have an item, first line is always going to be an overview of what it is that you're doing and why it's relevant. And mm -hmm. the second line would be any technical skill sets that you, you use, uh, be like coding or like whatever platforms that you're using. And the third one is about impact, like what impact did you actually drive? So for example, here, increased audience retention by 661%. That is amazing, right? So that would be the third line in which what kind of impact your analytics drove. Okay. Awesome, yeah, because I haven't yet looked at this resume. Um, so we're both looking at this the first time together. Um, I absolutely agree. I think that you should probably combine your analytics experience and your work experience. Personally, I think I would just say work experience because I would say a student practicum is technically work experience. Um, one of my, my former co-hosts, Elizabeth says, you know, a lot of jobs will ask for, what is it? One to three years of experience. You can count internships and you can count, you know, these kind of applied student projects as work experience. Tina, would you agree with that? Is, is student work or projects with real companies, does that count? Even though that's kind of, you're having someone guide you through that? Yeah, so I would put that under uh, work experience, um, but I would also just for clarity, say something about, you know, um, for example, in your work, you send me a personal tutor, check online tutoring company, right? It would be like, whatever that role is, and then put the university there. So whoever it is will know that this is at the university that you're currently at. Um, yeah, just, just for clarity, but I completely agree. It definitely is experience um, and you are driving impact in what you're doing. So I do have another question though, which I should probably have asked you beforehand, because uh, usually the resumes I see are people who want to go into data science, but in your case, what kind of roles are you looking for? Um, well, currently I will be sending this resume to um, Wake Forest to apply to their uh, business analytics master's program. And then after that, or like also, um, well, really I'm not like 100% sure what kind of like role I want to be applying for yet. But um, yeah, so probably just like something in like an analytics space, or I've also looked into like actuarial analytics roles. Um, so that as well, but like for now, currently I'm like trying to focus it on um, like for grad school, cause I have to submit my resume to Wake Forest. Right, right. Okay, I'm really glad that I asked you this question now because the rule of thumb is that you should always tailor your resume towards whatever it is that you're applying for. Right. right. So in this case, since you're applying for a master's degree, um, honestly, instead of work experience, I would almost like, what's a better way to say? I wanna like put it under something more academic. So usually I would recommend like research experience. I don't know if this class uh, you're attending 
would consider this as like some sort of research um, because if you're going for a master's program or just like academics in general, they're just like, wow, research, research is amazing. You know, they love that kind of stuff. Right. Well, John, David, would you consider this research? So I think we could frame it up as research, but I'm not sure that they would buy in on that. So Tina, to my understanding, I'm not really in the academic I mean, I, I teach this analytics minor program, but I'm not kind of in that master's level. I think research in the academic sense is different than you could make the argument that you were researching my YouTube demographics to come up with an ad campaign. I think right. that's probably not the frame in which research kind of comes through in an academic sense. Yeah, actually, let me just take a look over um, what actually it is that you did. So developed a data-informed buyer persona by studying YouTube audience demographics, Florida, how to get analytics, job, YouTube channel, increased audience retention, email marketing campaign, uh, historical social media, discover industry trends, industry-specific benchmarks, identifying track email campaign successes, okay, improved click-through rate. Okay, I see. Okay, in that case, I, I tend to agree with you, John David. Um, in, in that case, put that under work experience. But like I was saying earlier, put the university there because this is academically driven, right? Like you're doing this as part of some sort of class. Um, okay. so I think that would be better, especially since you are going to be applying for grad schools. Um, and in general, like the structure of it, uh, what I was saying before, you structure it in like a you know, what's, what it's about, technical stuff, what you accomplish, I think um, that would actually free up a lot of real estate on your resume as well. And, and it would also be easier to read. Okay, that sounds good. And as far as like the leadership experience, as I put it like that, would that be like a good, I guess, uh, like subheading or what, I don't know what it's called, like the bolded part. <laughs> Yeah, I would call that just extra leadership and extracurriculars. Um, so right. you can, I also like to think of a resume as, you know, it's, it's a story, right? You're trying to convey something to the person reading it. And, you know, with any story, there's always going to be like the thing that is like the star of your resume, the thing that you really want to highlight, and then all the supporting bits that give you the nuance of who you are as a person. So looking at your resume right now, I think... Uh, correct me if you don't think that's the case, though. I think the most relevant thing that you have is um, the student analytics practical, right? So that mm -hmm. should be like the star of your resume and milk that as hard as you can. Um, so yeah, like write those down, write those accomplishments. Feel free to like, you know, talk about that um, a lot. And in terms of the other stuff, like your other work experiences, um, you know, they're, they're kind of like, kind of like, details and things that really like spice up your resume so definitely keep them there but I think it's it's helpful to frame it in that way like this is this is the star of my resume I should really highlight this part and with the other things just you know have them there but have them kind of fill out the other aspects of your personality and your career okay and then for the skills part like um so I kind of just added those uh, like this semester, most of them, because I didn't know Tableau or Power BI, or I was not too familiar with Java until this semester. So mm -hmm. I kind of just put them in 
like that? Like, is that just an okay way to put them in there? Should they have more of a description? Yeah, so again, um, I just want to like emphasize my expertise is not really on like business analytics side of things. Um, I feel like the resumes I tend to see are much more technical, um, mm -hmm. computer science, software engineering, data science kind of things. So at least like from that domain, um, what you have here is perfectly fine. Because it's like for more technical roles, they can have like more stuff that's being described over there. Um, actually, John, you know, like, what do you think in terms of the way that it's laid out here? So for a business analyst, I think proficient in Excel and Microsoft is pretty much a given across the board. Um, although what you may want to do here, Christina, over the next four months as we round out you know, your, your senior year, you may want to look at getting an Excel certification. And there's also a Tableau certification, the desktop specialist designed for people who have three months worth of experience. So I think that if you could have those skills credentialed in some way, I think that adding a, you know, a Tableau certification is going to mean a whole lot more than just listing that out. Now, that being said, if you are going to be applying for some of these larger companies, they are going to have some type of artificial intelligence or some type of sorting mechanism that will sort out the resumes that don't have Tableau or you know, maybe JavaScript. So even if you, if you don't have a certification in one of those, but that is in the job description, for sure add that in because you're gonna get weeded out of even that, that first round. They're not even going to forward your resume to a hiring manager. Okay. ATS system, applicant tracking system. Right. And you may even want to start, and this is a, a, a Tactical Thursday episode we posted a few weeks back. Um, if you were looking to get a very specific type of job, which Christina, you're like right in that, that window where you may want to start looking around at what are some entry-level analyst jobs you might want to get then, you know, download all of those descriptions, go down to the skills section, and that's going to be the blueprint. So if you don't have some of the skills that are in that section, spend the next four months at least getting somewhat familiar with them. Because, I mean, Tina, you taught yourself SQL very quickly. So, I mean, it was like, what, 12 days? <laughs> How many? 11 days. Ele oh, even more 11. impressive. <laughs> So, wow. so yeah, you, right now, I feel like this resume is a little bit vague, which is okay, but what I'm saying is, you know, we're about to start rounding out your senior year, so you may want to start, I, I would actually put two different resumes together, so one for a job, and then one for grad school. Okay, yeah, I guess that makes sense, since you mentioned, like, tailoring it towards what you're trying to achieve. Right, you don't wanna have a vague copy pasta email that you send out to every single opportunity that comes your way. Right. Awesome, Tina, do you have any closing thoughts? I feel like the resume, you know, I, it feels pretty filled out. Yeah, yeah, and of course, this is actually a really interesting experience I just wanted to mention because I haven't um, actually seen a business analytics um, resume before. Um, so this is actually my first time seeing it. So do take everything I say with a grain of salt because I'm not really used to like this specific 
hyper resume. Um, but in general, if I'm just thinking more towards like, you know, uh, if I'm telling a story kind of thing, I would say that you can probably reduce some of your bullet points um, for the leadership experience as well as the, uh, what's the other one? For the work experience one. Um, and the reason I say that is because uh, what I'm reading, like for example, work experience, personal tutor, tutor individual students, pre-calculus, calculus one and two, statistics by reviewing the material they are struggling with and breaking down the cost of stuff by stuff until they reach a full understanding of the mechanisms behind the problem. I, I feel like that's a little bit too wordy um, for my taste because I would glance at your resume. Like the way that I look at your resume would be like, first I look at, uh, you know, all the things that are there, like all of the, the structure that's there. And then I would look at like each specific item. And when I see a line that's like, you know, very wordy, my eyes kind of just like glaze over it. Um, and I think that most people who read resumes are also like that. So if you can try to simplify your wording, it would yeah. be much easier to read. And a general thing is you want to keep your tenses the same. So for example, in personal tutor, you have tutor, you have strengthen, you have analyze. Actually, I think they are the same. They're all, uh, okay, so yeah, this is where I saw. So under public relations chair, it's like collaborated, provided, managed. So I would say stick with one tense form. It's a lot easier uh, for the person reading it. But yeah, except for that, I think like you have pretty much everything there. It's just a matter of kind of piecing things together. Um, and as John Day was saying, like, you know, adding maybe some certifications, adding some things that can round out your resume more. Awesome. Well, thank you. Hey, I hope you really enjoyed this episode. I'm curious, were there any valuable insights or lessons that you learned? One thing that could hugely help us out is if you just took 30 seconds and left us a review with a little blurb about what you learned. Thank you so much for your time and attention, and I hope you enjoy the rest of your day. Hey, I hope you really enjoyed this episode. I'm curious, were there any valuable insights or lessons that you learned? One thing that could hugely help us out is if you just took 30 seconds and left us a review with a little blurb about what you learned. Thank you so much for your time and attention, and I hope you enjoy the rest of your day.